Welcome to the Level Up Life Podcast. I'm your host, Scotty Hobbs, and welcome to this episode. Today, we're gonna have a conversation with Jeff Hatch, who started his journey in door-to-door sales and after three years had a major breakthrough. He now owns Five Doors of Real Estate and partnered with friends to create the hottest brand in Idaho, a sneaker store called Sneak Easy. Jeff, welcome to the show. The purpose of this podcast is to help people understand what it takes to build a business. So I'm mostly interviewing business owners. So I know you own some businesses and we're going to learn about that today. Cool. But just to start us off, tell us about like who you are. Who's Jeff Hatch and what do you do? Um, kind of, my main thing is I sell pest control door to door. I've done that for eight years now. Okay. So right when I got back from my mission, so when I started doing that just as a way to like pay for college originally was the plan and then ended up dropping out after one year. Um, so that's the main thing is I lead, uh, this next show I'll lead two teams for that. So okay. that'll be cool. So help me understand, help me understand a little bit. I, I went to college. I also dropped out. That's kind Let's of interesting go. to hear. <laughs> Um, and I went to a meeting one time where it was like free pizza and they were <laughs> recruiting for something like that. Yeah, I should have jumped on that's board That's how the one that. was for me too. So. Yeah, I should have done that now that I know you. Um, but my question, like, my question is you, you started eight years ago, you jumped into pest control. Like how, how was that first year? Like, what was that like? It's tough. Um, I sucked at first. That was not good. I'd actually done... Back here in IF in high school, I did like discount cards door to door. Okay. Uh, that was like my high school job, that and like moving pipe and stuff. But uh, I did well in it, but like it's totally a different ball game when it's like a big commitment versus like a $20 little. A $20 card? <laughs> yeah, a card. Um, so at first, I honestly was not good at all. Like it was really frustrating for me because I've always, like with everything I've done, I've always been above average by a bit. I want to say I'm like the best at anything, but I've yeah. always been like good at everything. And uh, I remember like the first week that literally like all these people that I'm like, I should be way better than this person. They're all selling more than me. Yeah. But uh, eventually just started clicking as I got like better and better and ended up having a super good first summer. That's awesome. We'll dive a little more into that and understand a little more what that looked like. What are some of the ups and downs? But what else do you do? So you started with pest control. What uh-huh. else does... I know you lift weights. That's kind you of You lift weights a lot person. now. Um, own, a sne- own a sneaker store. Okay. With a couple friends here in town. Awesome. And then own a couple doors of real estate. So Cool. How many doors of real estate? Is that something? Um, five. Five. Awesome. Yeah. So that's cool. So you started your career. So there's a couple of things I want. There's like three real business opportunities that you have or are involved in yeah. from the sounds of it door to door pest control and leading a team of that part owner of sneak easy with some friends and then owning real estate. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. there's a yeah. lot of, there are a lot of different things there. A lot of different things that you're doing. How did the, I'm, I'm curious because this sneak easy store that I've been seeing <laughs> is like the hottest thing. Um, my daughter, when it, when it was open, like the hours were more limited and she's like, dad, we got to go. It's open like six <laughs> to eight or something. I had to like drop everything and drive Sneak my... Sneak Easy is funny because I think this. it was two and a half years ago, whenever we were down in Utah, like the active group we have here in Idaho Falls, we'd always go to a sneaker store in Salt Lake City uh-huh. and we started to buy sneakers and stuff. And, um, Garrett's the one who originally had the idea because our active office there's like the big section in the back yeah 
there was like nothing there and after it was like you can do whatever you want with that space nice um and garrett's like what if we made a sneaker store and all of us are like oh yeah that'd be sick you know and then he's like no i'm serious and we're like sure like let's send it kind of thing cool. um i can't claim too many props for like as far as like setting everything up um i was like a financial guy like investors investing in um but it's been awesome like i've done a decent amount of work but garrett's definitely the one who's carried sneak easy and stuff but it's been a ton of fun um i think at some point we could make good money from it so far it's was like honestly kind of just a fun investment okay and so like we just buy random crap all the time that's definitely not smart <laughs> for the business some of the not most some of <laughs> like them. we bought the sneak easy van cash looks like we've used it twice in the year and a half we've had okay it. I think all business owners do some things like uh-huh. that in the beginning. But it's there's... been really good. A big part of why we wanted it too was give a way to give back to the community. Okay. That's why we do a lot of giveaways and stuff. And then the second one was to help with like recruiting for Aptive. It's okay. been really good with that. So That's awesome. So a couple questions. I remember around Christmas time, I was sitting in the parking lot getting ready to go into the gym, into Botify. And I saw a post about someone that had got some gotten some sneakers that was like in a giveaway that you did, like giving uh-huh. back to the community. I have to tell you, I was crying in the parking lot before, <laughs> before my workout. So That's awesome. I think it's really powerful that you guys are doing that. It's yeah, it's been really super fun, super cool, really fun. So that's that's awesome, man. Um, so let's let's go back to because all of your. I, do you feel like your? This is another question. Do you feel like your mission helped you with your sales? Um, yes, but no, definitely with, I've always had a good work ethic, but it probably entrenched that a bit more in me Okay. and then probably made me a little bit better at talking to people. Yeah. Um, the difference I'd say is on my mission, there's this underlying principle. I served in Finland, so it's like, okay, probably three fourths of the days you don't have like any lessons, no new investigators or anything like pretty tough as far as that goes. And so it's like, if you have a day and there's like no success on paper, it's this underlying principle of like. I did what God wanted me to today. Yeah. And in sales, there's none of that. Like, if you don't sell during the day, it's just like, I made zero dollars and it sucked kind of thing. Um, So that was the hardest, I guess, it's like adjustment from like a mission to sales. But there's a lot that carried over, like talking to people, knocking doors, working card, things like that. That's awesome. So we talked a little bit about that first year, but what, what did that first year look like for you? Like you got in there... Yeah. Um, I knew I had two friends on the team with me that okay. I knew we were all rookies and then Garrett was my team leader, but I didn't know Garrett that well. I'd gone to school with his sister, okay. but didn't know him that well. So it was kind of, and I got out there before any of my friends did. So it's a bunch of new people kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you know Chandler Smith that well. Uh, I just know who he is. I've okay. been to his house. He dropped me off my first day in Aries, like, cool, like go knock and stuff and Okay. Uh, just got absolutely destroyed for the first couple hours. And then he came to shadow me for a little bit, sold like the first person he talked to. And I'm like, really? what the? <laughs> That's awesome. So it was ch- definitely challenging, even though you're a hard worker mm-hmm. and have all this, feel like all the skills and yeah. experience maybe from a mission talking to people, there's definitely a learning curve. For sure. To doing that. Yeah. And then when did you start to see success? Success could be different for anybody, but yeah. for you, were you like, um, okay? It's a good question. I'd say my, and I did, I don't know if you watched my little Instagram. I did, but day. let's, let's so hear that story. Of, that's... After my third summer is the worst summer I'd had. Like I did 272 accounts my first summer, 
250 my second summer, and then 230 my third summer. Okay. Um, so it's just like slowly down. progressing downward when it should be going up at like a yeah. decent rate. Um, but I also, I worked out somewhat consistently. I wouldn't say like super consistently, but somewhat consistently from like halfway through my mission till my second year selling. Okay. Um, like I definitely didn't know much about the gym, but like I'd go to the gym probably like four <laughs> times a week and move some stuff around. Yeah. Um, but after that third summer, it was, I was in a spot where I was like financially like scraping by to get into my fourth summer and was just completely, honestly, almost kind of like ashamed of like where I was at physically and financially Okay. after I felt like. I had been put in a really good position to be succeed at everything. So this know? is four years into your business, right? Or into pest control sales. Yeah, so this is headed into the fourth summer. Okay. And um, I may originally my goal was like I am just gonna go like crazy. I'm gonna go for four hundred accounts. Was my goal. I'm like okay. it's way above what I've ever done before. But like I think I can do it if I go like way hard. Yeah. And then I had a friend that we were talking a little bit before the summer and they're like i think you could honestly like push above that like i think you could get to 500 okay and so i started like thinking about that and like all right yeah like i'm gonna go for 500 and got out there and started crushing it like right from the beginning and ended up two weeks in raising my goal to 600 oh wow and it's kind of wild like literally everything i'd planned I wanted uh, my closing ratio to be like one in eight people I talked to that okay. I closed, which is like really good. It's not insane. There's people that do better, but it's really good. And um, the my last day selling, I was always just a little bit above that, like 8.2 or something. Yeah. And my last day selling, <coughs> I hit my accounts. I got 600 to one. And then I looked at my iPad and counts all your stats and stuff. And it was on the dot, like to the hundredth, like. One and eight. And I'm like, I'm done here. That's awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was awesome. It was a big turning point in my life of finding like what I was capable of versus just staying like in the status quo of like what's yeah. comfortable. And just listening to you say that there was like you had made some decisions to do that, but you also had other people around you like, no, dude, you're, you're yeah. capable of doing much more or mm -hmm. more, like a hundred more. Yeah, I definitely had a was. good support system too. That's awesome. So... Four years in, because I see a lot of people get into a business or want to get into a business and more so in 2023, 2022 than in previous years that try it out, try whatever it is out for like six months and they're yeah. like, I'm done. And they're like, I'm done. Like it doesn't yeah. work and they move on to something else. Uh -huh. I, had, I had someone that's trying to find some clarity. Uh, just, just someone random I met that was asking me some questions. Like I really want to figure out some goals in my life and I had them doing some personal development and journaling stuff. 30 days in, he's like, I'm, I'm done. He's like, this is the same stuff that my mom tells me. And then, <laughs> but then it didn't leave with any other goals. And I'm just like, man, it takes more than 30 yeah. days or more than a year, four years for you to like kind of click. Uh -huh. and, and then it was even a few years past that till I started clicking on like the recruiting side of things, you know? Okay. That was just for me clicking on. Like, so I don't understand goals. your business model very much. And, and, Aptive is the mm -hmm. name of it. So if anybody needs some summer sales job, Jeff's your <laughs> man. Um, so how's it? 
kind of what can you tell me about that business so you, model? Because I've never once, been in it. Once you hit a certain like threshold, you're like a team leader technically. Okay. But like when you're a team leader, it's like you're really only a team leader if you recruit people out of you. Yeah. Um. So I like most my first what like five summers. I'd have like a couple friends that asked me about it come out. Okay. Um. But that was like it. And then, when was that? Two summers ago? I had three if you count this past summer. Three summers ago is when I'm like, all right, like I need to, like personal sales are good now. I need to start on the recruiting side, which is a whole different beast. Like, um, I've learned a ton, but it's been awesome. Yeah. So grown quite a bit. This next year will be my first year with like multiple teams, which will that's be really awesome. Cool, so. so where where are your teams going next year? Um, still somewhat to be decided. Okay. Probably Alexandria, so like DC area. Okay. And that'll probably be the team I'm on, and then a small team in Seattle. That would be cool. It's kind of the plan right now. We'll see. Yeah, that that's awesome. So. Um, so I have a question for you about. So let's talk. I mean, we have sneak easy. We got real estate. We can talk so many things, but and we don't we don't go too far into to too many of them. But I'm I'm really fascinated with the door to door sales. Yeah, because that led you into being able to invest into sneak mm-hmm. easy into real estate. Gave me all the active income to invest in other things. The awesome vehicle that you pull up in, all that fun <laughs> stuff. Um, what's a what's a common misconception that people have about your line of work? Um. I think it totally depends on the part of the country you're yeah. in. It's funny because like in Idaho and Utah, like everyone classifies them as like summer sales bros. Okay. So everyone uh, says people that do summer sales are, and it's like a very negative, like derogatory term usually. Okay. It's usually like someone who's like, I don't know, super prideful, <laughs> like kind of a douche. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then outside of like Idaho and Utah, door-to-door sales in general is, like, a lot of people feel like it's more of, like, a scam. Okay. Um, so a lot of people I recruit, like, out of state, especially their parents and stuff, are always like, ah, it doesn't sound legit. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'd say it depends on the market and stuff, kind of the okay. misconceptions, but... Okay, that's awesome. I've, I, I, this is random, but I was I was chatting with my wife the other day. I was like, I should, I should take... Like, I have a great career in business, but like I should take my teenage daughter when she turns 18 and go do summer sales <laughs> with her under one of these guys and just make her work really hard <laughs> see what it takes. Yeah. Because uh, that's one of my biggest fears as a um, business owner, my oldest um, daughter. I've been home with her, working from home, like right here in this office since she was like six. That's so awesome. it's like, sometimes I have that worry of like, do they know what it takes to work, uh-huh. work hard or be yeah. consistent in something? So. Summers, I might have to take them out of the summer sales. Um, so what's, business obviously isn't easy. Like, I think there's a, this glory, glorified, I want to be an entrepreneur, yeah. I want a business, and like I hate the, I can build a business in my PJs from my bed type of mindset that you uh-huh. see out there. It takes a ton of work, yeah. Um, I mean, this is the most dress up I've been in all year. I usually in sweatpants, <laughs> but... Like I work hard at that, but what's what's one of the biggest challenges that you think what's what's one of your biggest challenges you've faced in running any of the businesses? It could be from real estate, it could be from um, sneak easy. I probably just staying like disciplined routinely. Okay. I'd say is the biggest thing. Like it's really easy, like you said, for someone to show up for like thirty days. Like it's really hard for people to show up for years. Yeah. Um, so just that consistency of like 
keeping in the habits, having the systems in place to where you're putting in all the work you need to every day kind of thing. Yeah. And I think a lot of times too, like, I don't know how it is for you, but for me, it can get easy. Like if I do miss a day of doing one of my routines, like it can get easy to beat myself up about it. Yeah. But like also focusing on like big picture of like, it's okay to have an off day. Like yeah, Kobe had bad games, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. But like the consistent like drive to do better and to still improve and to still like want to follow your routines and like do the best you can kind of thing. Yeah. I see that all the time because I help people with health and fitness and I'm always, it seems like I'm saying the same thing to every, every new group of people that I start every, every few months. It's like, it's, it's like worse for you to feel shameful or beat yourself up about eating an excessive amount of pizza and uh-huh. ice cream than actually eating the pizza and ice cream. Yeah, exactly. Just show up the next day yep. and take the next step. It is step. what it is, yep. Yeah, just take those next steps moving forward. So is that a challenge for you? Yeah, I'd, or, say, I'd say... Or people that you... Or do you see that as well when you're... Both for sure. Mentoring someone else or having a team? Um, like, it's funny to me because a lot of things I feel like with, like the newer leadership under me that I'm frustrated with, I look back and I'm like, oh, it's the same way, you yeah. know? Um, but I feel like the basis of that is probably just, like, clear communication and participation. Okay. It are, like, the two biggest things that probably, like, frustrate me the most with people I do work with sometimes. Yeah. Is just, like, I'm like, if you have clear communication about, like, what's going on, what you're doing, like, everything else, yeah. and then, like, you're able to relay that to the people under you, too, like... Awesome. It works yeah. great. Communication but, will eliminate a lot of frustration. Uh-huh, exactly. And not only in your in a business, but in your relationships. Yeah, and everything. And everything. Like, yeah. yeah. So I have a question. So you do summer sales. Uh, and it's not just for four months because you're at the point team leader, you're recruiting throughout the year to uh-huh. bring somebody in the summer. So it's it's a year long job, yep. let's say. Um, and then running Sneak Easy, helping run Sneak Easy. Um, you have your, your properties and I see you guys are making awesome content all the time as well. Do you ever get overwhelmed? Um, I feel like enough of what I do is like to the point where other people are the ones who have to make those kind of decisions. Okay. Um, like for my duplex here in town, I have a property manager. Okay. Um, for two of the properties I'm partnered on, there's property managers so they get to deal so things with like that. It's like they mental can do, burden. They can deal it. with all that mental burden because, like, I I think my time is most valuable, like, in this aspect. So I can just focus on this. Okay. And then these little things that I'm like, yeah, like, that would be nice to save a couple hundred bucks and cash flow a little bit more on properties and stuff. But, like, for me, I think my time is more valuable here than spent, yeah. like, over there. And same with, like, Sneak Easy. The, uh, like, two employees we have are awesome and they handle, like everything now awesome so that's been super nice so it's even though there's multiple projects going on having good a good team uh-huh. to work on having people around you that handle yeah. a bunch of that stuff okay i love and that probably better equipped to handle it than i am so. <laughs> i don't know about that so you're also getting married uh-huh. so that that's another thing on the plate on top of that it takes i know that takes a lot of work and then eventually more comes with that yeah um like how do you find a balance between Spending time with your fiance, your work. Um, I definitely struggled at first when I first started dating a lot, actually, in that. I think a big part is because I hadn't dated anyone since high school, and then I was 27 when I started okay. dating Jordan. 
So it was a long gap, like nine years pretty much of me just like doing whatever I wanted to do, like without honestly like any worries about anyone else. Yeah. Um, like I'd just hang out with my friends all the time. Like if I wanted to go on a trip next week, like I'd do it. Like always just kind of like that. And my fiance is like totally different than I'm very much like spontaneous, like don't plan things, like do what you want kind of thing. Yeah. And she's very structured with everything. Okay. Um, so at first, definitely, we had some fights and stuff about that, which were good. Um, and I still have a long ways to go, but got on a ton better of, like, actually planning things, like, actually communicating. Um, so we do a date night every Wednesday night, mm-hmm. uh, which is really good, like, especially during the summer, because those days are super long. So, like, having that time set aside, like, I'm not going to train anyone extra. Like, if people have problems, like, go to someone else. Like, yeah. Wednesday night's date night kind of thing. I love that. So that's been really good. And then, yeah, we've done a decent amount of trips and stuff together, which I think are really good. Awesome. I love I love that. My wife and I, we do Thursdates. So every every Thursday, no uh-huh. matter what, we know that we go on a date. So that's powerful. It's, that's, um, awesome. that's super cool that you guys are doing that because we didn't start that until maybe six years ago and we've been married for 17 yeah. years. So I think just the start. intentional time spent is the biggest thing. Yeah. Because I learned like pretty early on like, Time spent together doesn't mean that much unless it's like meaningful, almost like planned yeah. time spent together usually. Yeah. So just making like those planned times has been really impactful. That's sure. awesome. Well, I love that. Um, so what do you, what's your favorite part of your career? Uh, I don't know. Um, and I know on the other side, as you're thinking about that, the least favorite, like what's... Favorite and least favorite. I don't think... Anybody can ha- like absolutely love everything <laughs> about running a business. Yeah, um, I'd say like it's funny because all the stuff like real estate, door to door sales, sneak easy, like all of that, um, like I'm passionate about and I really like. But definitely like the things I find the most joy in is from like having meaningful relationships with the people around okay. me, traveling, and then like making a difference with people around me too. That's awesome. So I'd say it's kind of funny because I feel like my line of work doesn't directly like feed into that, but I feel like in a way it does to where like I can use the money from this to like travel a lot okay, and then can use that money to like help other people out, like to help people make successful careers, things like that. Yeah. So I feel like all of them are almost like pathways to what are my favorite things. Yeah. That makes, that makes a hundred percent. And then least favorite, um, I don't know. It's a good question. We always talk about it all the time, but it'd be, we all feel like it'd be awesome if we could just leave door to door sales and find something else that would make (laughs) us a ton of money (laughs) because it's stressful with all the relationships. And when you do have people under you that, um, like leave or fall or drop off and like, it's, that's probably, I'd say like, what's the most stressful. Okay. That's interesting. Very similar to like one of mine. Like I, I love what I get to do, which involves recruiting sales individually to a client and recruiting to build a team. Uh-huh. And probably my least favorite as well is like I enjoy recruiting, building a relationship, mentoring them, see them get hope again, setting goals, building their confidence, you know, and they start to earn. And then when they leave to go do something else after investing so much time, yeah. it just like sometimes feels like a knife. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I think one of the, some of the biggest things for me is I was like, man, I, I went and worked for my 
uh, priest quorum advisor, five years and worked super hard, like was running a couple of departments and I knew how to run some of the machines and like I was doing all that and then what did I go do? <laughs> I left. left. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's true. this is a normal cycle. Yeah. For, and I for think things. that, yeah, that's a really good point because I think there's two different ways that people can leave. Yeah. And I think it goes back to communication a lot. Yeah. Because I have had people that have left that have had really good communication about like their thought process, why they're leaving, like the whole journey kind of thing. Yeah. And because of that, like we've stayed super close. And then I've had people that are on the opposite side where there's no communication. Yeah. And it's like I felt like we were really close, but then like the lack of communication like definitely hurts. Yeah. Like so, I can see how that could be a difficult part that you don't uh-huh. don't enjoy. And uh, I could echo that a hundred percent. I have, I have great friends that built businesses with me for five, six years and we're still incredible friends. Like yeah. we hiked the middle Teton together, two of them that used to be business partners and did a lot. And then now we're on doing different things and That's awesome. we still go do some awesome That's stuff. really cool. And I love that you, your, your favorite part was the relationships and from the outside looking in, I just want you to know, like I see like your guys' poker night, shooting baskets, like at Chandler's house. And I'm like, <laughs> that looks Fun. You guys have a good group. I feel extremely lucky with the group. We yeah. Have, so. It's it's really cool. I, I see it from the outside. So I, I, I can see how that could also be a really good, just having that community and vibe, mm-hmm. a good, even recruiting someone yeah. might want that community and then also want the opportunity that you guys are presenting yeah, exactly. to. Um, so someone listening to this podcast is interested they're either building a some sort of business or they want to be an entrepreneur build a business so what what would be a piece of advice that you would give someone that's interested in going into sales because i think sales is a great spot to start or into starting their own business um i think one of the biggest things that i've learned to appreciate more like the longer i've been in any kind of business is just the kind of people you surround yourself with and like who you build with Okay. Like that's what matters more than anything else or like the direct people that you're working with on a consistent basis. Yeah. So whether that's like, if you want to invest in real estate, like having a realtor, like a loan officer, like the people around you that like you trust, they know what they're doing kind of thing. (coughs) Or if it's starting a sneaker store, like making sure like the employees, like you trust, like they'll do a good job. They know what's going on or same thing in sales. Like do your leaders care about you? Are they going to have your back? Like all that kind of stuff. Are they going to give you the training you need? Yeah. So, so I, I feel like just being in a circle that's going to take you to where your goals are is probably like the biggest thing I'd say. Awesome. And I think you can do it by yourself, but I think it's a heck yeah. of a lot harder. You need the the right people around you mm-hmm. and, and doing it with the right people. Yeah. I have stories about that, but we're not going to get there because I, I've, I've forgiven those and we're not going to talk about them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that. Uh, that's a good, good piece of advice. And, you know, one of my, one of my greatest mentors, Brendan Bruchard is his name. I went through some, like a high performance academy with him back in the day, Experts Academy. He's the one that got me started on doing YouTube videos back Uh in the day. And uh, it's one of the things that he told me that I needed to do was um, just always continually like strive to be around people who are doing more than me and and be around people like that. So um, what, what are you most passionate about in life? Um, it's gotta probably go back to just like the whole human experience. Like I'm passionate about growing, becoming better, like developing stronger relationships, 
He does a lot of fun stuff too. Like I yeah. like driving fast cars and having <laughs> nice stuff and yeah. everything else. But like I am definitely super passionate about like just the human experience of like living life, learning, falling down, getting up, being better. I love that. Being a part of the the whole journey of being mm-hmm. in life. We can talk about that forever too. I, I, I sometimes it's like just sitting there thinking after listening to something good or doing some meditation. I'm like, we're in the, this world. This is yeah, so crazy. crazy. Wild. I was like, and, and I'm like, I'm married to some girl that was born in, in Bolivia and I have these kids that like yeah, came from wild. us. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we were joking the other day, my wife and I, maybe we'll get to meet her when we, when we leave this interview. But I was talking about, I was like, I was like, I think I was born in the wrong era because like, uh-huh. like my whole business is on social media mostly. And I'm like, man, I would just, I love hunting in the outdoors, shooting guns, shooting my bow, hiking, being outdoors. And I'm like, I, I think I was supposed to be a caveman. Like, <laughs> I, I think I was supposed to build shelters, shoot animals and nap, like, and run from saber tooth tigers or whatever. <laughs> and she, and she, she's just, she's like. You wouldn't have survived because I wear contacts. I'm so blind. She's like, you wouldn't even be able. You wouldn't be able to kill anything. It's like you That's were meant to funny. be. I would, I would have be. been gone too. My eyes. I got LASIK, but before that, my eyesight was off. Yeah, she's so. like, you wouldn't have survived. <laughs> so. That that's what I'm most passionate about: being being outdoors and just being just being alive and and just that's striving cool. to be better. So I, I love that we have that in common. Um, thinking back five years ago, you're 28. Is your life what you thought it would be? Like right now? <coughs> Probably pretty darn close to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. And what what are you mo- what do you like what do you love most about your life right now going into 2024? I know relationships, but um being engaged is awesome. Yeah. Like Jordan's awesome. That's so cool. I don't even know how did you guys meet? I messaged her on Instagram. Okay. So. That's awesome. And then... But, yeah, it's probably, like, going into this next year, like, what I'm most excited about is marrying her and then excited for the summer, too, and that's a lot of big goals. Okay. Um, I don't know this about you. I probably should have asked before, like, at the gym. When you go out and do summer shows, you plan on... Is Jordan going with you, or do you go... Um, lead, or she last stay summer back she did, work? and she lived with me last summer, but this next summer, she wants to stay home, which okay. is really great with me. And she'll probably come out like once or twice a month kind of thing. Come visit me, yeah. Cool. I've always been curious about how that works. Yeah. So now I want to ask you, thinking about your life, we're we're at the beginning of 2024. What do you want your life to look like? Or where do you see yourself five years from now? Um, A lot more real estate, for sure. That's probably one of my like biggest commitments to myself in the next few years is investing a lot more in real estate. Okay. Still in the fun stuff too, but a lot more in real estate. Have you got a number? Like you're at five right now. Let's throw one out. Let's get Let's it out in the universe. Let's get it universe. in the universe. In five more years? Um, probably like 25 or so. Oh man, I love that. Yeah, I think for sure that's... I think you could do 30. <laughs> probably could. We'll see. But That's awesome. So... Um, we'll wrap this up. Like I've, I've loved learning a little bit more about you. Um, for anybody that's might be listening to this, what's one last piece of like advice or just knowledge or wisdom that you've gained that you would want someone to, um, to know? 
always be like lifting up. Like it can get, I feel like in this day and age, especially with like social media, can get really easy to like always push down kind of thing. Yeah. Like be the kind of person that's always like lifting up. Like be the kind of person that people are like, oh yeah, like I love this guy. Like he's super nice, friendly, like always helps me out. If I ask, like be genuine, like lift people up, like be that kind of person people respect and want to be around. I love that. You know, one of my goals um, this year, just because you said that, it made me think about it. It's like, I just want to become, because I've naturally been, I'm very introverted, very shy, mm-hmm. I like to say to myself. That's why I want to live in a cave and hunt. <laughs> That's like what would be my ideal life. But one of my biggest goals is like, I've been able to recruit, you know, five new partners or customers for 13 years straight every month without That's ever awesome. missing. Like that consistency. But I like, I want to be that person just that is just brings so much light that people are like they're just drawn to it they just want to be around you so that's something i'm working on and it it takes me some serious work sometimes i walk into the gym in the morning i'm like i don't want to i hope nobody talks to me (laughs) (laughs) that's how i am i'm like like, i even pump myself up i'm pre-workout in and i'm like (laughs) in the truck like 10 minutes i'm like okay someone might talk to you today (laughs) so i feel that so i love that so those of you guys watching, just be a good human. Work on improving yourself and, and helping other people around you feel that light and feel yeah. good. So thank you for the conversation today. Yeah. And Thanks for having me on screen. It was great to have you. Yeah. Thank you for joining us on this incredible episode with Jeff Hatch. And we hope that you enjoyed the content that we shared with you today. And hope that you invite some friends to listen to this with you next time. And don't forget that your leveled up life is just a few decisions away.